Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Dean uh, Momi. I hope I said that right. I fucking don't remember. I'm sorry. My mommy. Mommy. <laughs> um, Dean's a buddy of mine that uh, owns Liquid Assassins and also opened a, uh, a fishing tackle shop. Pretty cool. It's called Alley Fishing Alliance. It's in San Pedro. So we kind of talk about that, talk about what his plans are for the, the tackle shop. It's one of the many tackle shops I'm going to be going to. We're also going to have a little spot to do podcasts there. So uh, speaking of that, I'll talk about what's going to happen this weekend. So this weekend is a soft opener for Alley Fishing Alliance in San Pedro off the of 6th in Mesa. Everyone who enters the door will get a raffle ticket good for one of the many raffle prizes. Spend a little and support the cause. We'll get you an extra raffle ticket. Caesar from Toxic Baits will have a pop-up with a bunch of exclusive baits and apparel, and he's donating two of one-of-a-kind swim baits towards the giveaways. Uh, our buddy Peck from Slay Dirty at Eat Barrio will be there with some good food. The Irod Coastals, to include the 794 Poe Mag Stick, will be available in limited quantity. Come check out some new merch by Liquid Assassins. Check out, uh, I'll have all my stuff there, so come down and check out whatever I have left. I have, I have a lot of tanks, long sleeves. So if you guys want to support the podcast, come here and buy some shirts and Fish All. Um, for those that cannot make it, Fish All is hosting an online giveaway, so check out the flyer. This is going to be a fun time. Everybody be safe. Wear a mask. We're going to social distance. We still want to be safe for everyone else around us and, and uh, you know, just just to make sure, you know, we're following the rules. We don't want anything bad to happen at Dean's or the city to come or something like that. So if you're going to come down, just wear a mask, you know, be safe. Come buy some stuff because this is going to be one of the, the new uh, premier tackle shops in SoCal. And, uh, yeah, come say hi. Come say what's up. You could see uh, Caesar. I'm sure a lot of dudes are going to roll down anyway. But um, take a listen to this podcast. It's really cool. Dean has some cool stuff to say. And uh, hopefully we'll hear from you next week. I got a lot of crap lined up, so uh, you might hear some crazy ones coming up. We'll see. But uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Again, if you can give us five stars on iTunes and leave a positive review, I'd appreciate that. And go follow Alley Fishing Alliance on Instagram. They're going to be a cool shop everyone can go to, and I'm sure they'll have some online stuff soon. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Let's see, the level's good. I like it. Um. A little louder on me, a little louder on you. All right, welcome to the podcast. Actually, I don't. I fucking said it already. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I'd say that on the intro already. Uh, um, 
today we have my buddy Dean. What's your last name, Dean? Momi, M O M I, like mom Mommy. with an I. My mommy, mommy, I like <laughs> um, Dean Mo-mai. is a guy I met God right when I started the podcast. I he had I followed Liquid Assassins for a minute. Uh, I like their their brand. It reminded me like of a a, a hardcore brand called uh, Die Trying a long time ago, and. Uh, I was cool. So I messaged him and said, hey, you any fat guy sizes? And he goes, yeah, I got you. And he fucking didn't even uh, ask for anything. He just sent me fucking a package of shit, and I was stoked. A nice big package. Yeah, yeah. I like I like his big package. Yeah. Um, Speedo came later. And uh, we, we kept connected that way throughout. And uh, we've gotten closer over the last probably six, seven months, you know, with uh, uh, talking. And he, he had some ideas. And we, I, we did the PCS show next to each other. And... Uh, we were next to each other at Fred Hall because I was at a uh, performance and he was uh, with Liquid Assassins next door. And then he told me about his new adventure, which is a uh, going to be one of the premier Southern California uh, tackle shops called Fishing Alliance. So we're going to kind of talk about Dean's story from the from the get go, from the start. So uh, let's talk about like a. Uh, Let's talk about fishing. Let's talk about liquid assassins because that's what started everything. Right, right. right. When was that? Uh, 2015, maybe on the edge of 2016. Uh, I think it was about, I think October we started like announcing it, but it was a few months before that. It was just us fishing all the time. I always wanted to have something, be a part of something in the fishing community. Yeah. Or just, just something, you know. Um, it happened basically, I think it was, yeah, around October 2015. We were out there fishing at the island one day crazy bite it was the whole 2015 el nino year Mm -hmm. everything was wild um so we were out there catching yellows all day i just kind of started like dabbling in the video editing so like when i came home i'm like we gotta edit this video we gotta make you know it's cool we gotta we gotta get this up and i got the video done and then um i was like what are we gonna call we gotta call something we have a name for it you know um so we end up i end up thinking of a name edit up the video and then that night i went to bed woke up like three, four in the morning, this crazy name just popped in my head. I'm like, Oh wait, this is, this is, we're going to do it. You know? So like, I kind of like started Googling and looking around to see if that name was, you know, anywhere yeah. or taking anything. And it wasn't. So I was like, okay, we're going to name the video this. And then I'm like thinking in my head, like, dude, I can maybe like make shirts or something, something for like us, my cousins, my brothers, just for us to go out there and fish, you know, with this on. Yeah. So at least the video got cool little feedback. Didn't know what the hell was doing and editing any of that. It was just going with it. You know, didn't know anything of nothing as far as clothing brand, yeah. Nothing. I've never done anything like that. You know? Did you, and um, where did you grow up so people know? I grew up in San Pedro, California okay. here. So a lot of your fishing has been at 22nd Street. Yeah. I mean, we used to go off LA Harbor here, the Sport King, Matt Walsh yeah. back in the day in the you know mid 90s. Um, probably, I think it was in about 96, my brother introduced me to saltwater fishing, okay. which was off the break wall here. We called it Cabrillo break walls, obviously. Yeah. You know, Angels Gate, all that. Would you they, walk down the whole motherfucker? They would let us go out there. That, that little wall there, there was no gate, nothing. It was basically oh, okay. get past the first 50 yards through those waves crashing, and you're set free. <laughs> you know, like, you get past that, you're good. So we, yeah. uh, we had our days out there where my aunt, Sherry, my cousin Sean's mom, she would just take us out there 6 a.m., and the little Toyota drop us off. There's, like, four or five of us just crammed in that little truck, and we were just we were around 13, 14 years old. Yeah. Which I never let my kids do that nowadays. And we had no cell phones. Which, nothing. isn't that crazy? It is, but I'm glad it happened. I'm glad we got to grow up that way. Yeah. You know, we got to do that because I think the guys that did grow up like that, they kind of put it on their kids nowadays to kind of have that background. Like, 
I won't let my kids go out there like that, but I'll kind of show them what every or you'll night take, I did. You'll go with them. Yeah, exactly. And you just, know what I'm saying? And, and share that adventure out. Yeah, with get them, them outdoors, you know, do these yeah. things, you know. So I was grateful for that. But um, Does your brother still fish too? He does, yeah. he's. Cool. He, I always looked up to him on that. He's, That's cool. He, he's, uh, he hasn't been out there as much lately. Obviously, his, he travels with his job a lot. Oh, okay. But yeah, so he got he he got me out there. Um, he was coming because we always fish freshwater because we have a house, we had a house in Bullhead, Arizona. Oh yeah, so you still fish we, a lot of freshwater yeah, too. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm not like heavy, heavy, heavy. You know, like some of these guys get. Yeah. You know, but every time we go down the river, you know, we sell. We have another house down there. We just end up selling that one, and get another one. But I take the kids down there. We, you know, it's just fun. But uh, I think it was probably like four. My dad had us down there when I started fishing. You know, catching stripers, trout, all that yeah. stuff off the docks and off the you know the slips and stuff. So. Um, it was 96 when my brother got me out there. He started coming home. I'm like, what are these dudes bringing home like sculpting, <laughs> you know, all these different fish. I'm like, dude, I gotta, see, I gotta, I gotta see what this is all about. You know, yeah. he's five years older than me at the time. Yeah. So he brought me out there. Um, we got out past the wall, went right around the curve, dude, we was just hooking up everything. I was, I was hooked. That was it. So we just made missions out there all day long for years. I mean, monster calicos. I mean, everything you could possibly think of out there. It's totally different now. I mean, obviously, you're not allowed to go on that wall anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a big part of me getting to this point here. Like, that's like, you know, our roots. So that's why when I see this shop, like our whole inshore bay fishing, I really want it to have be fulfilled with all that, you know, because Did you that's have, how we grew and up. And when you started Liquid Assassins, that kind of was your idea. Was a, 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 a you wanted to be like a home, like a hometown San Pedro kind it, of brand a little it, bit. I think once I started it and started seeing some reactions from yeah. people, which I, I wasn't even expecting or doing, you know, I started a little Instagram and we made one basic shirt and little hat with the, you know, the logo. Um, and people started kind of asking me, you know, where, where, where can I get that? Or I'm like, thinking like, we're going to get it. I'm like, it's just, <laughs> we're just making it like for us. You know, it's, I, 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 w- I wasn't even thinking about going that direction. Yeah. You know? So I think is once I started getting some like, you know, random people and we started the page and seeing like people start come along and doing that, it gave me the the mindset, like maybe we can, you know, do some of this and have fun with it. Make, you know, people feel like they're part of something, you know, yes. and that's, that's where it started. Um, it's been a crazy road, uh, a lot of ups and downs, a lot more downs and ups at times. I mean, yeah. That's the part of everybody's story is part of life. Yeah. Um, if you don't accept that stuff, you know, you're not, you know, you, you, you got to take those hits no matter what, you know, nothing's in, in my eyes, nothing's handed like if you're going to have a story, people want to hear your story. Yes. You know, um, I wasn't handed anything with this. Um, I put a lot of money into it, you know, and sometimes when you're starting something you put a lot of money out, how do you, how much, if you don't mind me asking, how much do you think you put into liquid assassins? (sighs) That's revolved around. I mean, my personal money. How about how much did you put into it, uh, to get it off the ground somewhat? You know what I'm saying? I feel like you're you're a legit company um, where if you can talk about a group of of um, not salty crew companies, but the one tier below them, right? You would be in that in that uh, genre. How much do you think it costs you to even just to start it? Because there's so many shirt companies now, and it's like to to, to stay around. Like, what does it take you? You think to stay around? And you it, you kind of came up in a different era because. I don't think Instagram was as popular at the time either. Yeah, I was still, I mean, it was, it was probably around for two, two, three years okay. I think, before that, but it wasn't, you know, now the platforms, you know, crazy. They, they changed so many things on it too, you know, so they make it so promotional. Now, yes. You know, it's just, yes. Especially as a business account, they really changed up a lot of stuff. You know, they want, they want you on there posting, posting, posting and yeah. promoting so they could put all their sponsored fees in there, you know, from Instagram, you know, they're kind of easy yes. to promote. So it's changed pages a little bit, you know? Yeah. But, um, I mean, man, 
going back and thinking of the numbers, I mean, me like, did you have to do taxes at all on it? Oh yeah, I mean, I have everything. Do you set. remember the first year? Like, you're like, wow, I didn't think I put that much money in. Yeah, you don't you don't see until you start keeping track. Obviously, the first couple of months, you know, I was new, still learning everything, so there yeah. was like lost numbers in there, you know. But as you you know grow grew with it, you know, those are things you have to do, and I did. Um, um, I just uh, there's not really a number I could pinpoint. Uh, yeah, because of starting, I mean. I think the first few uh, months I probably big, had about your... fifteen twenty thousand into it when I first like started getting going those few months. But now I mean probably oh, <laughs> tens even, of thousands I, oh, of dollars. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean wrapped around. I mean from the company giving back and putting back in. I mean you're probably and you're you're a guy. Also, I talked to. I made my last shirt. I made with uh, Goonie Wolf was the multicolored one. Yeah. So I talked to you about it, and I'm like, "What the fuck, bro?" And you're yeah. like, "What's up?" It, I'm like. This shirt's costing me an yeah. arm and, a, and you can't just go, guess what, guys? This shirt fucking cost me $15 to make, so you're going to pay fucking 35 Right, yeah, you don't want to. And, and you, you have a good idea, and I, I feel like sometimes people don't know when you're buying a shirt. Right. Um, and there's different quality of brand. Like, you know, I see Blanked uses a, a whole different, very expensive. Yeah, like, yeah it's good. Blanked and Toxic Baits. And right. then some, I mean, the multicolors. So I feel like you're eating a, eating a dick sometimes to put out that nice shirt, it, you know? It is. But I mean, you could have those limited or special releases with those more colors. Yeah. You know, you're going to pay for ink changes and, and more screens, obviously, you know. But then again, it's going to pop and people are going to want it, you know. So like me having a brand, I'll have multiple, you know, I'll have more simple stuff and then I'll have more stuff that has more colors you know kind of mix mix match it up you know you win some you lose some but it's still promotional gets it out there people enjoy it like it um the biggest thing is getting it on a good blank you you want to have that like trial and error i've went through probably four or five blanks you know starting out i used you know more of a simple blank because i really didn't know too much you know you're basically getting a brand name out there yes you know so now it's like i feel like i'm super picky i uh want to have a shirt that's going to fit good and not you know, get all boxy on you and dude. square up. And you know what I'm saying? The ones that ride up all I, short, dude. it looks like you're wearing like a friggin' blanket on you. Especially you know? it just, and your shirts fit good. Yeah. That's well, why I said, do you have, yeah, I have a good shirt. I'll send you. Yeah, it's true. I'm like, great. Because a lot of the times I get these double X's and yeah, there's then the next day later, my wife's going, you fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. out of the bottom. I'm it, like, Fuck <laughs> <me."> <laughs> it's, it's all part of the game, but yeah, I definitely want like, you know, everything, even as far as doing the hats, if there's a little crease in it, we won't even sell it. Yes. You know, just like you want it to be good. It represents yourself, your brand. You want people to be stoked on it. You know, it goes a long way. People see that, you know, it's a lot of hard work in it. So, and um, was, do you think it was a, it was a challenge finding a good printer to work with? Because, uh, absolutely. I, I feel like when, when a, a shirt company finds that printer, yeah, they're set. Yeah. That's like, Oh, they got the same communication. You know, the thing, the way I got my printer is I had, I had two other printers and it was like I said, me starting out learning everything, which was good. I got those guys because they end up doing things wrong and, and show me the direction. Like you got it. Like I said, you got to lose some right to win some. So you live and you learn, went through these guys, you know, had some stuff, made mistakes, you know, wasn't happy with it. Right. So my cousin, Caitlin, she worked with this guy named Brett. They worked at uh, Jackson in Hermosa Beach. He was mm-hmm. the manager. She worked with him. And he's been in the apparel business for years. Yeah. So I think Fred Hall, my first year doing Fred Hall, 2016, he came to Fred Hall with her and she introduced him to me. And he's like, I saw him. I remember he's like looking at my stuff. He's like, you got to change this. You got to change this. You got to change this. And wow. I like that. Yeah. Because he knew. And that's what I wanted because I was still learning. I mean, I, I think I literally started the business four months prior oh, or whatever wow, and jumped right dude. into Fred Hall. That was You're like, crazy. that was like a huge, yeah, dude, I, I just went for it, you know? And 
that was all new. But that was a huge goal for me because as going to Fred Hall these years, I always saw it like, oh, this is a big thing. It's right. Maybe one day I can get a booth here for something, you know. And, you know, we, we did. And there's a lot of stuff we did differently the next three years after that. You know, you, you learning you curve, learn. of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he came and I, I just liked that how he was like telling me, but he was super cool. So we linked up. He was working out of his garage. Um, he had his whole, you know, fulfillment thing that he set up everything, like get the patches done, stickers. You was know, let's this, do this the person you're working with now? Still with him today. So wow. as me, I started this in the, my at, it's my kid's playroom now, but that was where I did, you know, everything for for the brand, you know, coming up. And he was in his garage. Okay. So these last four years, we've been growing together. He's helped me so much, pushed me. Nice. He's in his own warehouse now in Fountain Valley. So he's, oh, fuck he's yeah. we're growing together, you know, um, He's just awesome, dude. So he's your, he's kind of you guys built together. We did, you we, know, we like did. I mean, a, he's already had his thing going. You know, he does all kinds of other people stuff too. But as me and him, like, we got a good friendship with it. Now it's like totally trust him. Does he fish too? He doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, I mean, he he does he does freshwater. Like he'll okay. go up to the mammoth and do yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, man, he he was a game changer with me. You know, and I got that comfort with him because yeah. he just helped me so much. So that's helps hugely. You know, having these pieces get plugged in, you know, like that people you can trust. Mm -hmm. Same with my artist. You know, he linked me up with my latest. He linked me up with two artists I became close with. And one of them, I still use Jeff all the time. And he's like my main guy. Yeah. And he does work for Brett as well. Okay. Um, So it's like we have these pieces now that all slowly came together. And it's like, it's my circle now. You know, I trust them. They know what I like. I'll send them ideas of things I come up with Mm -hmm. in my head. And I could send it to Jeff and he will knock it out of the park. Exactly what I, I wanted him to do. You know, so we, we gain that, you know, yeah. so it's, it's rad, man. It's really cool. So, so then, um, after a couple of years of Fred Hall and another thing I don't feel like you did that a lot of people do is, uh, you, you aren't looking for like a pro staff liquid assassin guy, you know what I'm saying? And not, I'm not shitting on anyone by any, any means like other companies to build their product, but you're more of letting the product sell itself. Then am I right? Or am I, 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 I wrong? No, I, I, I did. And I had a few guys that I met early on you know that they're still my friends today that i met through the brand that's mm-hmm. support and if any way i could help them you know they helped me that's that's the kind of the thing that i had but as far as me starting this i had my my fishing little fishing community my cousins my close friends that been in this with me for years mm-hmm. you know knowing i had them basically they're they were my cast you know they were out there wearing the stuff and i felt like i, I was so you know trust trusted them you know that, that that's I didn't, I didn't need to go out and reach out to people that i don't know and you know, kind of do that whole thing because then you start doing it and then you're getting all these messages from all kinds of people and, you know. Do you, do you get a lot of messages all the time for people? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get them. Yeah. I mean, I've been super slow on that page because this, this place has consumed yeah. my life, you yeah. know, but I'll get back there, you know. I'm, I'm sorry if there's messages I haven't seen or got to. It's just this this is a little crazy right now in here trying to get this in with this crazy time, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it's it's fun. It's part of the story, man. Yeah. You know? So. Um, so then what happened to like it slowed down for a minute liquid assassins and then this yeah, came up yeah well i mean finish the story it, motherfucker it, it, come it, on it, it, <laughs> yeah it's slow liquid slowed down a few times uh through the years because i i got hurt at work and it was a back injury that put me back and kind of just had to figure everything out with that and i kind of just let that kind of sit aside you know mm-hmm. i think it was last december when i talked to you down at the was the lp show yeah. down there that um, we you're had, just starting we, to feel had, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a whole new like release come in, kind of sat back and reevaluated everything because I had to get my life straightened out with that. So yeah, but that's one of the bumps of many. I don't really 
like talking about that side anymore because I'm just putting that behind me. What, but the, your back? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I'm, it's I'm, a it's a cool thing to hear. Though. I mean, it's a crazy story, dude. I it, mean, it is. It is. Um, it's just it's crazy because it was just how it happened, and then how it just like set me off in my head like this is how i'm gonna be forever you know people invite me to go out on fishing do you mind trips. talking about your back like what you did and i could talk about a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. i mean I it's mean, it's crazy it's, i mean i, I uh, i've been in the construction injury injury <laughs> industry uh well if i stayed in there i've been out for a year and a half now so i was uh we're in general general contracting from 2001 to about 2015 and then um that just, we got, you know, I was tired of the up and downs, up and downs, you know, getting slow, getting busy. So I got into LA Unified School District as a carpenter maintenance operation. And in 2017, January 23rd, I tore up my back. We were doing a bunch of demo in the bathrooms and somehow, I don't know, we were ripping up subfloors, had the big, big bar and someone that was sinking all the hardy backer screws in there. They, they put them way too many, mm-hmm. you know. And I was sliding the bar, and it, it just got stuck, and it turned me, and, oh, and my whole leg just, like, my whole side of my body just went, like, numb, dropped to the ground. You thought, did you think you had a heart attack? I don't know what the hell was going no. on, you know? I feel like someone got a sore, hot sword and just sliced me with it, you know? Oh like, God. it just went, and, you know, not knowing what the hell, like, you know, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And uh, ended up grabbing the side of the sink. I remember I was, like, holding myself up, trying to, like, breathe, like, what the hell, you know? And they, they took me in, and... Um, they gave me a bunch of like these injections in my hip to like numb me up. Now you just go home and, and lay down. It's probably muscle, you know, spasms or just a, you know, a pull. So, you know, so I go home, I'm on a week bed rest mm-hmm. and it just got worse and worse and worse. It was like pulsating down my whole leg into my heel. So I'm like, Dude. what the hell? So then they sent me up x-rays, you know, two MRI, couple weeks. went in the x-rays. They said they, there was two lower areas in my lower back that had, uh, showing signs of it was nar- narrowing. You know, like it looks like it was shrunken, shrunken up a little yeah. bit. So they're like, we need to set you up for MRI because that MRI is going to pick up soft tissue where they could see if there's any damage in there. Well, sure enough, they did that. And they found I had two tears inside my disc from the inside, not the outside. It was inside my spine and it was leaking out saying E facing left onto my nerves, which was controlled always at the side of my hip, down my leg. So I'd get these insane flare ups where I'm just stuck in bed for weeks. Can't walk. I mean, the first time it happened, I was in, I was, I was in bed for, I was on the couch for three months. My wife basically just took care of me. I was there. And that's when I just started like, you know, this thing paused. Cause I don't know what's going on. I'm like, this is how I want to be. You know, I'm 33 years old at the time and I'm just going to be stuck like this. It was new to me. I didn't know what was going on, you know? So, you know, after... Yeah, I throw think, you into depression almost. Oh, yeah. completely. Yeah. I mean, it was a complete dark time for me. Uh-huh. Um, so, after almost close to three months, and let alone I just got this job nine months prior, you know? Yeah. So, they... The kids at this time? Yes. I had, oh, I had well, I had my, uh, I had Luca, my older one, and then she was pregnant with my, my second. So, you're like, I can't do shit. So, yeah, I'm mentally, yeah. I'm seeing her pregnant, like, carry up groceries and do yeah. all this. It, like, ate at me, you know? Um, yeah. So I'd say about close to three months, uh, they end up bringing me back to work and mm-hmm. they had me start working in the office, um, to be a senior in there to run, kind of run outside con- uh, contractors to the, cause I had that background like a project for, manager yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. He, they, my supervisor actually wanted me to do that prior before I got hurt. We were already kind of like, you know, I was building myself up to that cause he knew my background. You yeah. Know? And then all that happened. He said, well, I got an opening now. Once you come in, I know your back's messed up. So I started feeling better. Still had the pain every day. But I, I was feeling better enough to walk a little bit and do that, right? So 
I was probably in there for like six, seven months just every day. You know, I had to stand up. They let me walk around the building just because, you know, sitting down too long. It was just a nightmare. So it got so bad that I couldn't sit down anymore. It was just, you know, I said, I can't do this, you know, and they basically put me back out in the field. Um, I started feeling a little better. And then, you know, we hang 220 pound doors all day long. We're doing all that stuff and constantly moving. And there was a time where five, six months, you know, I was going, you know, working in a ton, you know, with this injury. And it just, I felt like it started getting a little worse and worse and people started to notice again. It's a reoccurring injury, basically, mm-hmm. you know. So my supervisor came up one day and he's just like, hey, you, you need to get help. You know, you, you got hurt here. This is this is still going. Nothing, Nothing's fixed, you know, go. And so I went back out and that day I went home to like just figure everything out. Got home, walked up the stairs, got the mail out of my mailbox and there was, I think the mail fell, something fell to the ground. I mm-hmm. just bent over to pick it up. Whole body flared up, fell forward, hit my head on the little Fuck. hole right there. Wife came downstairs, found me. She had to go pick up. Knocked my, out. I was I was alert. I just was like you couldn't frozen get up. up, man. You I like couldn't even like, like uh, you know. Yeah. And she like got me up the stairs, dragged me, and I just laid down. And she, I'm gonna call now. I'm like, no, you're not. Just I gotta lay here. You know what it is? Yeah, I was yeah. I was flaring up, you know. So it would happen, you know, a year prior. I was back in bed again, stuck. You know, and everybody's like, well, you know, what's going on? You have new stuff. And it's like, I just let it go because, you know, what are you going to do? Like, you got to get, you got to <laughs> yeah. get, you got to get better and figure it out. So, I was, you know, I started messaging people, letting them know what's going on. Everybody's understanding. Yeah. Um, but like people just, you know, wanted to invite you out on the boat. And then I started getting the mental thing, like me out there. What if this happens again? It just freaked me out. Yes. You know, so it's been about a year and two months since I've had like any kind of flare up and all that. I'm doing so much you didn't, better. You didn't, you don't do any surgery? No, they're, I mean, probably down the road, I'm probably going to have to. They, mm-hmm. they try to pump me up with all kinds okay. of things, dude. And I, I'm not into that fully. You know, I don't want to, they were trying to give me pills, all this stuff. And I started doing everything more holistically. I, what uh, helped you? Just, it's like, it's cool because change. you talk, I, the only reason I ask you all this because people know I have anxiety. So I've yeah. had people message me going, what do you take? Oh, I take Lexapro. I take, right, right. what do you have? I feel like right. I'm going to die all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's know. What, yeah, it's, it's you know, crazy. and I, Dean knows. I talked yeah. to him. So it's cool. You know, you might help someone with a back injury. Um, and they might hear this and go, fuck, maybe I can try that. Yeah, so that's, I mean, uh, holistically, like, what did you do? Because it's a year is a good, that's a good amount of time. And I have a yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I have my days. I'm, I'm sore. Like, I know what to do now. I know how to live with it, yeah. you know, and, and probably down the road since I'm labeled chronic and, you know, I just got to watch myself, you know, but. Um, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. 
when all this was going on, I just, I, you know, you, you're lost. You, you were lost because all you're looking up, you're Googling, you're looking up all this stuff. You hey, know, how pe- bad is that, dude? Google. It, it is because there's so many mixed, there's so many mixed emotions dying, and people. Dude, yeah. And it's like, well, get the surgery. A lot of people are like, go get it now. Go get it. And it's like thinking like, <laughs> you know, even my daughter's like, you're 33 years old. You, you, you know, you shouldn't have a back like this and you shouldn't do it. You know? So it's like, I didn't want to do it at the time. I figured I, I felt like there's other ways to, to get better and to see. So that's when I did. I changed my diet, mm-hmm. started eating things, you know, not to like foods that would get you inflamed. Like what kind of foods? Um, I mean, just eating green, you know, eating, yeah. eating a lot, a lot of no the breads. Pastas, Cut huh? out the breads, you know, don't yeah. drink, don't drink a lot of sugars. I never was a uh, soda drink or anything like that. You know but what like, you are though. Oh, what's that? A beer drinker. That's right. <laughs> Thanks to you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and that's crazy. Today we don't have one. This we're, is the first. We're, yeah. we're sipping water. I'm and dry, guys. Right I'm trying to go dry for good two for months. You, man. We'll see how long it goes. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. It's good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, it just you know, the standard, the standard thing. And and what I started doing was like like calisthenics. Use your body as your weight. Your body was your tool. You know. And, mm-hmm. and I started doing that, man. And I just saw amazing like. It, it was crazy. I was like, oh, my God. Like, almost to the, in, in my head, like, this is, I'm feeling normal. I forgot what this felt like, you know? Dude. And and I was doing, I was doing it and felt ton, ton better, man. And and I think it helped me a lot today. I haven't been doing that for about 10 months because I've just been so crazy busy with everything. But it's still there. I know what to do now. But it got me to feel better, you know? So, like, anybody, just put your head down and get it and everything will get better. Yeah. You just got to move forward and, and, and don't always listen to everybody else. You got to, you got to feel what you, you know, feels right for you, but don't just, you know, jump into something just because someone says you need to do it. You just, you can't, you just, just got to, you know, figure it out yourself, man. It, yes. It, it, it gets better. Um, what really got me is knowing that I'm sitting here complaining. I have both arms, both legs, you know, I'm not terminally ill. I was like, Cause I started feeling sorry for myself at times. Like, dude, get your ass up, figure something out and just start going with it and get better. You know, it's um, crazy because you tell me that. And then I had my buddy, uh, he, Andy Sorreo, he owns uh-huh. chain reaction. Uh-huh. He's the, the president I used to go to that venue a lot, man. So he <laughs> had the same thing yeah. and he, we were fishing on my boat. I think he's lost like fucking a hundred. He looks great. Yeah. And he had uh, the same, he had a bad back injury where he couldn't walk at all. His legs were done. Yeah. yeah. And he's like great now. And it's because of exercising, eating very healthy. It's like, dude, you just, you beat the fuck out of your body. It's going to catch. Like, I, I feel like now, like I beat the fuck out of my body. I'm like, dude, I got to do something. You, you kind of know when you got to do it. You got to take it's a time, time dude. like a little halftime. Yeah, you know? I got to take a halftime. I got to get in shape. Your, your body will let you know that stuff, you know? Yeah. That's I what, mean, that's what people. <laughs> my wife has a picture. My wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> she has a picture of me on the wall. I think I was like fucking nine. No, I'm probably like 24. Yeah. Because I had my kid already, but I lost like a hundred pounds. Yeah. That's awesome. And I was like. My, uh, uh, someone came in the house. She's like, "Who's that guy on the wall?" Looking and they're sexy. like, "That's that's Nick." They're like, you "Get the fuck out!" Of I'm like, and I tell my son all the time, "Hey, under this fat, there's muscle." Oh. Just tell me. <laughs> that's so awesome. I can still bitch two twenty five. But that's times. good though. Like like people that do good for themselves like that. And yeah. you, when you see other people like see you and, and give you that compliment, that's yeah. what gives you that boost. You know. But I mean, it's it's a uh, sometimes you don't have the time to think about things. 
you're the same way I am. You, you, our brains fucking go. Because I, I talk to Dean and, and my brain, I have ideas all Man. the time. You guys seen, I try to be like, I'm going to do fucking videos. I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah. You get, Sorry, guys. You, you throw it's it just a struggle there. just to keep this fucking <laughs> podcast up. It's a lot of work, dude. Yeah. And the people that support you and follow you and know. No, no. Not, they, I'm saying they, with anything. They, you yeah, know, oh, too, yeah. Not, not just, just me. Just life yeah. in general. Everybody has their, their yeah. problems. Everybody has their things they got to get through. And, you know, when you have a good supporting cast around you, great friends that's, that support that's you. That's a big thing. Yeah. It's huge. Um, and when you have your wife and your family right there my behind wife. you. My wife. You're, you're unstoppable at that point, you know. Um, it, it, you're gonna go through a lot of people that come in for certain things and want to, you know, just have that vision on themselves to better themselves. So they just try to you, bounce around from people to to make themselves better. And you'll you'll know those ones and you'll see them, you know. But I think I'm at this point in my life, the group that we have now, yeah, you know, in in my existing group that I had, and, and nothing's cooler than getting my friends that I grew up with for 20 plus years and, and meeting like you guys, and yeah. we all come together, and that's what this place is about, you know. So let's um, go back to your back being hurt because that's yeah. kind of part of the story. Yeah. Um, so after your back was hurt with the job, what were you like? I'm, I can't work. So anymore. they, they brought me in with my director, human resources and such, and saw my paperwork, saw the injury, basically saying I couldn't do this job anymore. It's just, it's, it's, you know, once, once the doctor put me out, it's chronic. It means I'll just get worse in time, you know, and hanging 220 pound doors all day, carrying, you know, heavy stuff, doing that is just not going to work. So yeah. that came through and, and I was basically still off because I had, you know, my work, it was workman's comp and, and I had, you know, sick time and, and vacation time still. So then I'm lost. Now what do I do? Mm-hmm. I'm still employee for them, but now it's like, you start thinking this is about a year ago, you know, like I started thinking like, what's going to happen now? What am I going to do? You know, I got this brand here that I got going and it's, it's taken a hit from it because my finances with my personal money got chopped in half and that was that dark time again. And you, you know, don't like, even feel like at that time is your artistic ability there. It, 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 yeah. You're, you're, you're br- not because your you're shattered. so down yes, and you're depressed. Yes. And, and, and then you like, look at yeah. your kids and it's like, you can't go, you know, my son was, um, on his, uh, softball, you know, not softball, um, T-ball, you yeah. know, and I was one of the coaches, uh, and not being able to go out there and hang up with the kids and do that anymore. And like, you know, seeing my boy out there and it kind of affected him a little bit to where mm-hmm. he didn't even want to be out there anymore. And he doesn't even, doesn't want to even do it now. Yeah. So, you know, there's little things that, that came in, but you know, it all happens, you know, for reasons. And sometimes you take the bad things and turn them into good things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, what was I going to say? We're, uh, say. you're finishing up your job. Like you couldn't do it anymore. Okay. Yeah. So like I said, all this time goes by. So then I'm lost again. I'm lost. You know, I'm like, what, what are we going to do here? What are we going to do? So I went to in December last year, I went to school for inspection Mm-hmm. It was part of the thing they sent me saying, hey, you can retrain yourself or, you know, go into something like this. And I started thinking, okay, so I'm going to go either go into inspection for LA Unified, try to do that, or go on my own and do inspection on the outside and just start up my own own thing. So I was like, oh, gung-ho, let's do it. And then I did the courses. I think it was about three months long, got all through, and then they prep you to get you ready for the the, um, commercial test, Mm -hmm. you know, for the inspection. And I did it all, and I sat back. And I'm like, you know what? I'm so burnt out on this on this industry. Did this you take the test? I'd end up not taking the test because that's when this thought came in for this okay. place. And I was just I was just done, and and I have all this other legal stuff going on that you know I don't really want to yeah, talk about that no stuff. Problem. But um, basically, they released me December 24th from my job. And I'm still going through um, stuff right now. Of 99? Of, of, I'm talking 99. This last December. That was my Christmas present. <laughs> nice Christmas present, huh? Dude, on Christmas Eve, they basically terminated me. Fuck. Got the letters and everything. And 
and I kind of like probably could. I, I, I mean, at that point, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I just knew now that I was I was done because that I was been in this industry for so long. That's all I knew. Mm-hmm. I got straight out of high school and got into this construction. Yes, construction. That, that was it. Yeah. You know. And now the point, like I'm, I'm just so burned out on it. I'm done. You know, like I, I, it's just I didn't want to do it anymore. I was tired for working for yeah. other people. I was tired of people telling me what to do. I was tired, tired of people, you know, telling me one thing and you know just being used. You know, I felt like you know. Um, so that that was it, and that's I think it was. It was right at the end of December, early January is when I started getting the ideas. I said, hey, I got the, you know, liquid, and it's kind of got me, you know, a good support around me. And I'm, I'm here from Pedro. I always want to do something cool like this, you know. To have that brand be like you're a part of something, it's like, how come I can't make an actual foundation, a place where people can come and be a part of something? So, like, yeah. that's where it clicked in my head. I said, you know what? Maybe, maybe I can, like, open up a tackle shop here. You know, I love fishing. We're in, we're in the industry, yeah, and I can entwine the the brand with it. And I just basically said f the test with that and went right into this and jumped into it. And um, we end up doing Fred Hole in March and for Liquid, and then we got in the shop here for about a week. And then the whole COVID thing happened and Fuck, shut everything dude. down and slowed us completely down. Everyone, yeah, every yeah. everybody's going through it together. But but then you also had like, if you don't mind me talking about, no. it, I, I I call you. I'm like, hey, how's it going? And it was when the whole black lives matter uh marches were going mm-hmm. on and you're mm-hmm. like oh we're locking down bro I'm Dude, like, what's going on we so started you're... getting some stuff in here <laughs> me and eric were down here and you know you see all this craziness going on tv it's like what's next you know yeah. we're like oh it's not going to come over towards us because yeah. you know they're going to the bigger you know yeah. san pedro this town's so small and like yeah. everything they want to come here and do stuff but as soon as they, they had the the protesters out there and they said they're getting threats that maybe you know we're going to have them crossing through here Sure enough, we had protests, all that, but they never came. Never oh, came okay. by. Dude, Pedro's tough town, man. <laughs> they had signs hanging up on the one ten, like just try to come in this town. You know, like everybody was down here. You know, yeah. way in front of their shops. You know, we were down here. So cool to see everybody do that. But whatever we had in here, we stripped out and brought it home because you just don't know. You never. We, know. we didn't know. You never. Know. You just don't. Um, so, so when you uh, when you got the what did it, where did you come up with the name Fishing Alliance? Because that's a different. So. The L.A., we obviously live in the L.A. area, and I have Liquid Assassins, the L.A. That was already, like, in my head, given. But then it's like, okay, I wanted something to see that, to look, and know immediately, like, they could be a part of something, that something that can grow, and it could be so many different things could be involved with it. Just like Mm -hmm. Liquid. You could see the name. You could just think it's fishing, but they can go in so many directions. I have people thinking it was a vape company, alcohol, <laughs> you know, snowboarding, wakeboarding, all yeah. that, which you could like dabble in those things later down the road, you know? And you don't, you don't close it to them. No. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like whatever you want to think it is. I know. Right. Yeah. It. It's cool. Like hearing stories, like people, like they're wearing the heart stopper shirt and the guy's like, Oh yeah. Heart stoppers like that can go so many directions, yeah. you know? So with the Alliance, yeah, I wanted it to be a thing where people uh, are part of something and people with my friends or just someone, you know, coming in off the street, not even knowing anything about fishing and wants to get into it. They can come here and feel like a part of something. So mm-hmm. it's like, by you seeing that name, the Alliance, it's, you know, all of us joining together. It was, it just popped, dude. It just popped. And it was super easy for me to get that name. Like it just, it just came, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's how it stuck. And, and, you know, and here we are with that, but, um, it's just, cool too. You have some premier, uh, swim baits like that. You, I think Reyes is here. Yeah. So Reyes, yeah. you can only get here. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Redemption. Awesome uh, guys, man. Who else do you have? What other swim baits? Um, you have? Momentum too, or no? Yeah, Momentum. Those guys. Okay, yeah. yeah. A lot of the the local local guys, you know. Yeah. South California is rad, and that, that's the cool thing about this place is we want to get guys like that in here, you know, and and spread the love with everybody, and we all grow together, you know. Yeah. Their baits are awesome. 
You know, yeah. they all have their little difference, you know, difference in, in there and they all do their thing and everybody's supportive of it. You know, I love seeing that. Yeah. And, and those guys are just rad guys, all of them, you know, all the way around. So it's pretty cool. Um, we're going to end up getting MC in here as well. Cool. Talk to him. So he, I know he's super busy. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. very busy, but yeah, they'll be here in time. What's the, uh, what's like your plan for the shop? Like, you know, I know it's a tackle shop, but I know you have bigger plans. Yeah, it's, like- it's a tackle shop, but like I said, we want to do things out of here that so community-based. You know, this town gave me a lot growing up. You mm-hmm. know, it got me into the fishing. It's helped me in super dark times, you know, like, and for this place, if we could build this place up where people can come in here and they have ideas and we can create things out of here and help boost them, you know, help boost us. Everybody kind of just grows together, you know. We're all one big family in this fishing community, right? Mm-hmm. If we could all just make this whole West Coast thing like all one big unit and blow up, you know, like everybody yeah. just show the love, you know, and that's that's basically this place. Like we want to do seminars. We want to have giveaways, you know, people that, are, you know, don't have too much. We can get them in here and get them involved, get them on the water, you know, so. And it's cool because you're, you're kind of uh, for the type of tackle shop you're doing. You don't have anyone too close. Yeah, no, it's for I mean, the type. I know it, there, who's, who else is here around uh, here. Rusty? We have Rusty Hook. Yeah, I've known Alex for years. Okay. He was our shop growing up. You know, yeah. Alex has a variety of things. You know, something we're, we have a different look, different styles. But like, if if we don't have something he has, we'll send him right over to him. You know, yeah. it's all it's all that's what's part. It's what it's about. Yeah. Um. He, we started like I said, start fishing saltwater early mid nineties. He got that place in about ninety three. He bought it from the original owner okay. and he was like our go-to spot growing up you know so did you know, talk to him before you opened this up i didn't i no. didn't i just went and did it you know it's nothing yeah. against him no, you know? no i'm just yeah. wondering like did you talk to any other uh shop owners and kind of like um, pick their brains no no, no i didn't i didn't you uh, just go just for kind of went yeah just that's went cool. for it. that's yeah. it man you just jump into things man don't be afraid don't <laughs> do not be afraid i'm telling you because i was afraid for a long time you know? i bet and i have a long way to go but as far as the steps i've made in my life in the last five years i'm I feel like I made I made a ground for myself, you know. Yeah. Just, you know, th- doing things. So it's huge to me. It's big to me. You yeah. Know? I got. I'm a little guy down here, but it's just it's it's for me personally, and like it, it's pretty cool, man. It feels great. Um. But yeah, it's 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 nuts, man. It's a grind. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and what a, what a time to open up a place. Huh? You know, yeah, it's it's crazy because I've I've been coming here since you like got the shop. Yeah. Like we did a couple podcasts out of here, um, and. Uh, it's cool to see how much it's grown already, dude, like yeah, as, a, as a tackle shop and to see uh, a friend that had an idea. Like, yeah. like I said, like the, when I started doing the podcast, this was my idea. The dude that I hung out with at the time was whack. Yeah. And Wack's like, I'm gonna start a big company. Yeah. Cool. And we both kind of did our right own thing. And now yeah. like we're, you know, like when people go, Oh, you know, whack. I'm like, I've known whack before fucking everyone, yeah. dude. Like and I didn't know yeah, anyone he's, else. He's so awesome. Man. You know? So it was, it's yeah. kind of like a, it's, it's a lot a, of people didn't know that, huh? That you no, guys were close no. before the whole thing. Yeah. Huh? Because they, they, people will start listening to podcasts like, you know, um, 80 or 60 right. when he was on way earlier. And I say, you know, the friend that I had, he was supposed to be the co-host and he didn't want to do it. Yeah. 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 Cause he's like, no, I don't like talking. Man. I'm like, Come on. you. <laughs> he's got too much knowledge. That's yeah. why. But uh, yeah, he, he awesome. was a, uh, we would fish three days a week out of my boat. Really? Yo. You guys do a lot of surf fishing too, right? Yeah. You and boat, no, we were on my boat. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Yeah. You were just out there. Just I remember this was like three years ago. Yeah. Three, you know, it was a while ago. And uh, I remember going, hey, dude, look at this thing, dude. It looks like a fucking tube. It catches <laughs> shit. This is when hookup baits, no one had them at yeah, the time. Yeah. And we were fishing them and just killing it. I'm like, dude, catching everything. It doesn't work like that now, but. Yeah. And, uh. I mean, we both have seen, like, we didn't know how to fish the kelp. I remember right. going to see Higashi. How do you do this? Yeah. 
jerk shad oh yeah. here comes a jerk shad yeah. did you know i'm a slut for jerk shad? yeah yeah sorry. you know so it's it's cool to see your friends uh do stuff and, and move forward and then you get uh you have a lot of cool companies in here too yeah no man i'm, I'm grateful you know for you got, yeah, you're gonna have shimano guys. what uh daiwa yeah they're coming you Kuma. know everything's just a lot you know the whole covid like i said you know for everybody it's put a lot behind but they're they will be here yeah you know um that's yeah, wild man it's wild what's uh let's talk about your soft opening yeah uh we got uh, next saturday okay it's gonna be august 8th 10 a.m mm-hmm. to 6 p.m to make it all day so you know kind of spread the people out and come in and out so it's not just one time where everybody just shows up you know obviously because the whole covid and the rules you know everybody's got to wear a mask yeah do that whole scene but yeah we got toxic and blanks coming down from up north they're gonna have a bunch of good prizes super cool guys you know um we got you here doing live podcasts we're gonna have uh peck with uh coming down cooking up some food Fish All is doing a huge giveaway right now on their page, and then we're going to have tons of giveaways through the day in here, which will be announced you know, through the week and that day. Mm-hmm. We have some surprises coming, so it'll be fun. I'm excited. Um, just This whole week's basically figuring out how we're going to make it run smoothly and, and good. That's <laughs> going to be interesting, right? You know, um, I can see it in your face. Dude. Yeah, no, it's a lot because I, I, this place is not done still, you know, but everybody understands, you know, but I it's, but you're a perfectionist. Like, you know, I'm, I get what I you're saying. I drive myself nuts, you yeah. know, like I can't sleep at night, you know, sometimes my head's always running, you know, I'm always on the next thing thinking yeah. and, and, you know, I leave here some nights and I go home. I go on the computer, work for liquid or do something else. I'm, I'm catching myself at 2.33 in the morning. I'm awake still on the computer. I got to shut it down. And then, I'm and back then it up. takes you another hour to get to sleep oh, because man. you got to get off the I'll, screen. I'll get some uh, melatonins, man, and eat those, those little herbal uh, things. They help me. The gummies, They'll bro, calm me down, yeah. <laughs> I, it, my biggest thing is like shut the TVs off, shut everything off because you got these lights blaring in your eyes. And it's like, it's hard, you. dude. And it then is. this is what happens to me is I'll fall asleep on the couch. Then yeah. I'll go to bed and guess what? Yeah. Bing! Yep, right away. And then like fucking just laying in the dark like yeah. you're fucking It feels like you drank all night. You're yeah. so tired, man. Exactly. You know, and it, affects, it affects you, man. It does. But, you know, I've been down here the last four months, seven days a week. I mean, I didn't leave here till 1230 the other night. I didn't leave here till 1130 the night before. Um, it just, yeah. It's some mornings I leave, my kids are still sleeping and some mornings I get home, they're still sleeping, but you know what? It's, I'm building something building here. Yeah. You know, if I was working for someone else and they were, and I was doing that, I, I would be pissed, you know, yeah. I'd be miserable because I've done that. Yeah. And I'm just done with that. I'm done with someone telling me what I can do and what I can. And yeah, you know, of course, giving this a, a shot and we'll see what happens, you know, and, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, on to the next thing, you know? So Yeah, well, and we'll also be, they have a front, uh, like the Liquid Assassin booth. We'll be doing podcasts out of there, yeah. you know, every month or so. Uh, scheduling guests out of here, yep. that makes it easier for, say, if someone lives in Thousand Oaks or something, I'm not going to make them drive all the way down to Orange County. They can drive San Pedro. Right. Um, and shirts will be available here primarily, only here. I'm already getting messages for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm, and number two, we're not shipping. You fucking can come here and buy one. Sorry, guys. I just don't have the time. We don't have the time. We're just fucking busy it's time tough. right now. And um, But I, I hope everyone comes down here and supports this shop. It's one of the many tackle shops I go to. It's going to be you know one that I come down a lot, especially when I'm down this way. And uh, give Dean a follow. It's Fishing Alliance on Instagram. Yep. And it Liquid Assassins on Instagram. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks again for coming on, Dean. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. All Super right. I hope stoked, we see man. everyone this uh, Saturday. See you later, guys. I like to take care.